podcast fresh. Uh, I think we've talked about this before, but I don't necessarily. I'm all for a sequel for this movie. It's, uh, it makes sense to me. I think they're setting one up anyway. But uh, it, it's. I think it's inevitable. Nintendo's probably going to make more movies. When it comes to a Nintendo universe, I do not want to see this Mario movie somehow connect to a Metroid movie, which somehow connects to a Zelda movie. I don't need that. <laughs> Keep the thing separate. We don't need to do a Marvel here. Just make a Mario string string of movies. Then maybe make like a like a, I don't know like a Star Fox anime. Then maybe make like a you know like a Zelda Netflix show. Whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Just. I don't want any of this, these things to intertwine. I think it would not make sense to see, like, Samus in Mario's world looking for whatever. Like, it just, it's stupid. Um, that being said, I'm very excited for the future of Nintendo movies as a Nintendo fan. And, yeah, I think it's inevitable that Mario's getting a sequel. It's, it's killing it. I think it's at, like, 700 million right now. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think they have a series here on their hands, and... Uh... It'll be interesting to see what that final number ends up being, you know. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think obviously there'll be a sequel to the Mario movie. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, that one's pretty obvious, right? Um, you don't sell seven hundred million dollars worth of something and 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 not <laughs> want to create a copy. Uh, so I can definitely see that. As for uh, what other series makes good movies from Nintendo. I don't know, maybe a Donkey Kong movie where he's like a, like a hitman or something. <laughs> he's got to go around and like, you know, I mean, kill kill the bad guys. He's in the Mario movie, and I don't think he's a hitman in there. Mm. That'd be a cool... I, would, I think it would actually be uh, make sense for him to get some kind of spin-off movie, because that world... I kind of thought of you when I watched it, I remember, because you were so high off Donkey Kong 2. And I know you're a big fan of like that whole world and shit. So I was like, Chris would probably love this one part of this movie. Not like, that just, whole world. Just the Donkey Kong part, like with all their fucking, uh, you know, tiki's and shit where they live. It's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Not their cheekies and shit. <laughs> their tiki's and shit. Thank you, Craig. Nineties. All right, number. Two. I mean, oh, go ahead. I mean, not to kind of like push the question aside, but it's kind of like whatever. Think of your favorite Mario game. Yep. Think of what genre that game is. Yeah. Slide it over to the movie. Make a movie like that in that same genre. You know what I'm saying? So like an RPG, how would that be a movie? Like, how like a merry RPG? Okay, that's a tricky one because you can do a lot of different things. Right? You, can probably, you can probably go funny or you can do something a little darker, right? Right. But like, uh, you know, like you were saying, a, a Zelda movie. Yeah, of course, that, that lends itself to like sort of some sort of like a classical piece or something like that or maybe some kind of like an action sort of story takes place uh, in the medieval times or whatever yeah kind of like a game of thrones or something yeah exactly yeah. luigi's mansion can be some kind of a friendlier suspense horror kind of thing some ghostbusters <laughs> exactly something yeah. in the something in the taste of a ghostbusters where it's spooky <laughs> but not like it's not the Blair Witch Project, right? Right, yeah. Uh, so something like uh, something like that, exactly. Like I was gonna say goosebumps, but same idea, right? Like it's scary, but it's not gonna like you know. So uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, man, and pff, Mario for sure. I mean, for me, they, but Sonic, you know, Sonic gets the credit for uh, you know making these video game movies uh, actually decent and actually. Is worth it Sonic or was it? Detective Pikachu. Which one came out first? 
I don't know. I don't know anything about a Pikachu. Oh, but, that one was uh, really good too. Hold on, I gotta see. Yeah, but did it do numbers like Sonic? Did it do numbers? It did more than Sonic. What? Yeah, I think. Hold on. Give me the numbers. Hold on, motherfucker. Because I think Sonic's like three hundred million. Uh, Sonic, I think, was um, uh, four hundred million. Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's see. All right, Sonic the Hedgehog. Don't tell me yeah, I cocked it was up. it was yeah. Detective Pikachu. Pikachu came out first in 2019. Yeah, uh, Sonic yeah. came out in 2020. I want to see the numbers. What are Pikachu's numbers? Okay, hold on. Shit, Jesus Christ, Sonic. The, okay, so the Sonic the Hedgehog box office. I want the box office. Oh, you're right. Okay, so it's uh, made 319 million American, and Detective Pikachu's box office made 449 million. So wow, and I think I'm pretty sure this That's was amazing. the one that was the best-selling video game movie of all time until Mario yeah. came and and obviously killed it. Yeah, I'm um, definitely uh, I'm definitely not in that target demo because I've never met a I've never met a human being that's seen that movie except you, and I just found out that you've seen that movie. Really, um, I don't know. I thought yeah. I think if you're like a '90s Pokemon fan, like you probably were gonna go see it. I missed it. But if you, I mean, you didn't it. even know about it. I, I honestly think, though, you would enjoy it. It's not bad. It's kind of like Sonic, how there's, like, humans involved and shit. Um, I, I, stopped, I actually like it more than Sonic, to be honest. Like, I yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, so you have the Sonic, the Pikachu effect, right? And now Mario. Um, so I think with this, we're going to see maybe, maybe a whole spiel of, uh, of video game movies. Maybe this is the next big thing. You know, people are getting a little bit tired of superhero movies. Yeah. Maybe now the video game genre is, is set to do some damage, right? I can see. And it. no, because I see, I can hear those Netflix motherfuckers already thinking like, why don't we do twenty-seven different <laughs> series on these games and we'll cancel all of them after one season? It'll be great. No, you guys stay the fuck out. You've already yeah. fucked it up. We don't need you involved. You had your chance. You fucked it up. We don't need Netflix to give us our bullshit just to cancel it nine, ten episodes in. No, no thank you. You guys can fuck off. But for everybody else, I think there's a lot of great properties in the video game world that you can turn into a really, really good series. Um, you know, if you've never seen uh, Sons of Anarchy, you know, the, ones, the one that reminds me of that game is... Um, Days, uh, the gone. Fuck, Days Gone. What a what a fucking game! Great yeah. storyline. Oh, I just love that game. I was thinking about. I was watching a retrospective the other day. I just wanted to, I just wanted to satisfy the craving I had for that game without mm. actually playing it. <laughs> That's funny. So I loaded, I loaded up a thirty minute <laughs> retro uh, little gimmick on there yeah. on YouTube and I'm like yeah. And everything because I, I that's that's the only platinum I have by the way is like the days gone. Oh, that's wow. the only platinum I'm surprised I have. you yeah, have yeah. a platinum. That's pretty good. No, bro. I'm not a I'm not a platinum hunter at all. But I, I caught that one by fluke too. Like I finished playing it. Like I put way too many. Like I made love to that game. I made sure I really <laughs> just had fun with it. But it turns out I finished like eighty three percent of the game. So I was like, what? And Might that's not well usually finish. my average. I don't usually complete them that that high. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's just get the platinum. And there was like a bunch of different game mix that I had to do, but. Point is, I love the story of that game, and there's just something really cool about riding that motorcycle. I can only compare it to the cool feeling of uh, driving in Grand Theft Auto V or riding a horse in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. They really nail it with the um, with the motorcycle. Nice. Still yet to play that game. I was actually going to message you the other day because that... Um, I think you'd like it. That developer is finally making a new game. Like yeah, wait for the something. remake. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It could be a sequel that like no one really knows what they're working on. So that'd be pretty cool for you. 
Uh, and speaking of uh, Netflix getting their hands dirty with video games, it, I thought it was Netflix, but it's not. It's Paramount Pictures, but they're making a um, a Knuckles spinoff from uh, Sonic 2, so that could okay. be interesting, too. Yeah, I think video game movies are going to be uh, a big thing. Like, now there's a Street Fighter movie in development. Like, I don't know. It's not going to stop. Street Fighter 6 was presented today. I didn't know this was happening. This uh, I kind of just tuned in right place, right time. And uh, they finally explained what is so new about this one. Uh, I remember us seeing like a trailer a while back. Maybe it was on like a Sony State of Play or something. And we didn't really understand, besides like the fighting of it, like what these modes were. Like it looked like an open world mode. Something like that, right? So they finally went into it. Uh, It was hosted by Lil Wayne, which is super random. But okay. And uh, so there's something... That, uh, th- that I have to say, I've never been more excited for a Street Fighter than this one after what I saw today. So, World Tour mode is basically the single player mode where it's a story. Uh, you create your own character and you embark on a journey to meet the legendary fighters and you're, you become their pupil and learn their fighting style. So the legendary fighters are the fighters of the game. So like Chun-Li, Ryu, Ken, all those dudes that you, you know and love. So in the video, for example, this guy found Chun-Li, so she taught him how to fight and stuff. And you, and you have to maintain a good relationship, so, like, give her presents and, uh, you know, do side quests for her, do favors. And then eventually, learning their style is basically learning their moves. So there's a point where he learns, like, Chun-Li's upside-down, like, tornado kick and stuff. Um, so I thought that was cool. Uh, it starts with you joining some kind of security team, but then it opens up. It's kind of open world. Like, I could see it being, like, like there's... You can explore this place called Metro City, but it's not truly open world. Like, I don't think it's, like, a really big map. But there's little things that you could do in the in the city, like little puzzles to solve. Apparently, everyone likes fighting, which is the most random part that I question, really. It's like you're walking down the street, all of a sudden the cop wants to fight you, and it turns into Street Fighter, and you fight the cop. Uh, just It's kind of random. I don't know. Their excuse is, oh, everyone's looking for a fight. Like, it's like, okay. There's no cop wants to <laughs> throw hands. There's like no fucking clear like reason as to why everyone wants to kill you. But okay, it reminds me of that meme where uh, those Batman memes where you accidentally drop like a cigarette butt on the sidewalk <laughs> and you turn around. And there's Batman getting ready to break your spine. It's kind of what it is. Uh, but yeah, it just shows him like you know there, there's clothing shops in this world, so you could buy clothes for your, your character. Uh, you could buy. This was actually pretty insane to see this after being a Street Fighter fan all these years. You could buy food, and in mid battle, you could eat the food and recharge your health. Isn't that was so weird to think about? Yeah. Like what in the hell? Um, so there's that. Anyway, they were going through it. There's going to be a ton of story to, to, to go, and then eventually it opens up. Like it showed him going to uh, Italy at some points, and you explore a bit of Italy and meet Marina there. Really cool. Uh, it finally, like, I like Street Fighter, but, you know, recently it definitely has been, like, more fun with co-op and, like, online focused and all that. So to see a single player mode is actually really intriguing for me. I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, then they showed something called the Battle Hub. This was cool, too. You basically fight other players uh, or CPUs. And then there's, like, this room that you go into and there's arcade cabinets. And you could play older Street Fighters on these arcade cabinets. And I'm pretty sure you can go online with them, too. Uh, I thought that was really random, but I liked this it. This is crazy. I liked it. Um, y- by the way, your created character can also be in this battle hub mode, so I feel like this created character can be taken to a lot of parts of this game if you really want to level them up and stuff. 
So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there's arcade mode, which is like the standard thing. It's where you fight everyone, you know, one by one by one using different characters, fulfills their stories. Classic Street Fighter stuff. Something they highlighted here, though, which is pretty awesome. The characters will actually show like bruises, scratches, blood and like ripped and tattered clothing, which I don't think has been done before. Right. I think that's a new thing. So, right. Again, just that's pretty awesome. Good detail right there. And they also made it pretty clear that new characters are going to be added as this game goes on. So for the first year, it's new characters, uh, Rashid, Aki, Ed, and then the classic Akuma will be out um, in that order. They're spacing it out through, through the year. And, uh, you know, I think that's fine. Um, I'm, I'm all for updates. You know, Smash Brothers did that. Like, a lot of fighting games do that. But, like, I really hope it's not super microtransaction-y. Like, just... Make this accessible. Like you, it will be. It will be, but like you have a good thing here. Don't make me pay out the ass for stupid shit. At, 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 like, like there's going to be a breaking point is all I'm saying. Um, obviously, there's going to be costumes and all that, you know, but you, <laughs> I have to be responsible if I'm just honestly looking at it as, as me. Um, and then the most exciting news was uh, demo out now. After the presentation, now there's a Street Fighter Six demo that you can go download. Uh, you could create your character. You could explore a bit of World Tour and Battle Hub. So, good stuff, man. I, I'm probably I might do that tonight. Still, I don't know. I'm actually kind of intrigued to go try that out. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. And then if you actually buy the game, all this carries over, so you don't have to do it again. This is a very ambitious uh, take on Street Fighter. Yes. <laughs> We're going to find out if this is going to crash and burn or if it's going to succeed. Um, I'm all for trying new things. But Street Fighter is one of those games where it breaks down to like the old school, the new school, everything in between, right? Is this too new school for somebody, some of the old schoolers to come in here and be running around and meeting other characters and, you know what I mean, customizing your costume and eating food and earning tokens to buy clothes and shit like that? You know what I mean? Um, it's going to be very interesting. Highly ambitious. The world looks fun, though. The world looks fun. If you've ever played the old Street Fighters, you know, a kind of those beautiful backgrounds from like even Street Fighter 2 where you're fighting in the different streets and things like that. And you've ever had that feeling as a kid like, oh, I wonder, I wish I could just step into that world for a moment where now you're going to be able to, you know. So uh, it's going to be cool to to go fight Balrog and uh, go to Las Vegas, you know, or you know, go to Japan and go see where Ryu is and kick his ass, you know, like it's just going to be, it's fun. I think, I think it's very ambitious. I'm going to say for the time being, I'm open-minded and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what the, what this thing's going to, how this thing's going to play out. And for you, Pac-Man, you said this might be the first Street Fighter you buy on day one. Yeah, it might be. Um, I've always been super casual. I've, I've actually always been more of a, um, Mortal Kombat fan myself. Right. Um, but this one seems like, you know, that word, ambitious. Like, it just seems like it's trying so many new things. It seems like uh, they're trying to cater to a new audience that hasn't been into the series before. Uh, you know, giving the, the open world mode, giving the all these all the ways that you could take this f- simple fighting premise and elevating it to, like, new heights. The formula, like, I see it. It's all there. I think it's all all good stuff um it's just whether or not 
this is going to like resonate well with people as a thing because like can these different ideas can these this whole new like redefining of what street fighter can be is that going to resonate well with people i feel like with newcomers it probably will and i have no doubt that newcomers are going to join this because of these new modes like this is very appealing to someone that isn't super into just fighting games and is into more like you know customizing uh you know world traversal it's really bright graphically like it's it looks fun that's the thing uh, but I won't lie. I think some diehards will be pretty pissed off with this, and I could see them bouncing off a Street Fighter. <laughs> so I think it's a double-edged sword when it comes to these new ideas. But I don't know. Time will tell how uh, how this is going to play out for Capcom. Yeah, this might end up being like the ugly duckling. Remember that one time Street Fighter started to be all crazy? Yeah. Or it might be like, hey, remember that? You know, remember that when that game came out and just changed the whole landscape? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Hey, man, they're trying something new, right? And we always say these guys less on the, a lot of some of these companies rest on their laurels and things like that, but they're trying something new here. So yeah, should be fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, I'm excited. I might. I'm not gonna say I'll get it day one, but as uh, the day draws closer that it releases, I'll be, you know, having my eye on it. And if I see something even more intriguing than this, uh, or even the demo, when I play the demo, if I really find it really good, I might just you know I might have to pull the trigger. I don't know. There you go. Good for you. We'll see. We'll see. Good for you. I did wonder about why the graphics look uh, not as improved as cartoony? I thought. Not even cartoony. It just seems like a PS4 game. Uh, mm. But then I found they out. They look a little Fortnite-ish. People are going to get mad. Maybe. But the thing is, I realized that it's actually a cross-gen game. It's coming out for PS4 as well. So it's one of those. So it has to uh, cater to both gens. You know what I mean? PS4 is so annoying. I know. Stop holding it back. God damn it. <laughs> Come Move on, on motherfuckers. Um, no, I'm just kidding. That's cool. And it shows the power of the PS4 to still be able to run this thing. That's true. That, that is true. I am not joking, though. I do think we need to just jump on PS5 ASAP. Jesus Christ. Podcast Fresh.